bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. I praise God this day that I'm able to come and share with you from God's word and encourage your hearts with this devotion this morning. We have been looking at the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. There is one verse in there we are looking at, and from that verse, there is one character. The verse is chapter 32, where it says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. The character that we're looking at this morning, and for several mornings, is none other than the man David. David himself. We look at him as one of the heroes of the faith. And in the portion that we're looking at, we are paying special attention to the statement of faith that David used. We continue looking at that this morning, and we begin with, when should a statement of faith be made? At what point in life one is called upon to make a statement of life, of faith? When David made his, his statement of faith, what David became conscious of when he made his statement of faith. When David became conscious of his sin, after acknowledging, he made his statement of faith. A statement of faith should be made when we are conscious of sin and have repented of it. In 2 Samuel chapter 24 and verse 10, here's what the scripture says. And David's heart smote him after that he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. One of the things that you will observe about David, if you know anything about him, whenever David would sin, you know, even if it took a while, even if he had to be shown, uh, that he's the one who did this thing. He would always acknowledge and use these words, I have sinned. There are so many today that don't love to use the word, I have sinned. Here we learn that David's sin was the sin of numbering the people. We all can be honest uh, saying that many times we make the mistake of counting. Counting what we have can be very tempting, especially when it comes to uh, when it's positive. Even numbers, even numbers in church uh, can be very tempting. And verse 1 and 2 of chapter 24, 2 Samuel, the Bible says, And again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go, number Israel and Judah. Over and over, we see Israel sin, are sinning against the Lord. 
And uh, over and over, the Lord would have to get with Israel and show them their wrong and get them to admit their wrong. In verse 2, the Bible says, For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host, which was with him, Go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the number of the people. Why was this a sin? This was no doubt an indication of pride. David was glorifying in numbers, and this was grievous to the Lord. Every servant of God must be careful with that thing called pride. Many of God's servants have fallen by this way. When God revealed this sin, David was quick to acknowledge his wrong and seek God's forgiveness. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 42 and verse number 8, the Bible says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. We too must be careful when we see God doing something to honor his name and be careful that we do not claim credit because that is very dangerous. In Isaiah 48 verse 11, for mine own sake, even for mine own sake, will I do it for how could my name be polluted and I will not give my glory unto another. We must always be careful and realize that God answers prayer and God does things for his name's sake. Not to make us look good in any way, he does things for his name's sake. Claiming the glory of the Lord is polluting the name of the Lord. His name is to be exalted above every other name. So a statement of faith should be made when we are conscious of sin and have repented. When should a statement of faith be made? Secondly, when God asks us for this statement. In the case of David, the Lord spoke to him through Gad, who is described as David's seer. In 2 Samuel 24, verse 11 through 13, For when David was up in the morning, the word of the Lord came unto the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say unto David, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and told him, and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land? Or wilt thou flee three months before thine enemies, while they pursue thee? Or that there be three days pestilence in thy land? Now advise, and see what answer I shall return to him that sent me. Compare with me now for Samuel chapter 9 and verse 9. Here's what that says. Before time in Israel, 
When a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. I remind you, a seer was the name of a prophet. He had a God-given ability to know and to see the future. The word of the Lord came to David through God's servant. His word often comes the same way through the preacher, through a loved one, through a friend, and sometimes his word even comes through an enemy. God speaks to us and then wait for us to make a statement of faith. When God asks us for a statement of faith, it is time for us to do that. And then lastly for this morning, when should this statement of faith come? When we have acted out of a wrong motive. When we have acted out of a wrong motive. We read verse 13 and verse number 11 to 13 already, and there we find the answer. In this portion of scripture, God gave David, he forgave David, but pride had to be removed, and David uh, must be humble. This gave David a tough choice to make. None of those three seems to be pleasant. David was determined not to do the wrong thing again and displease the Lord. So look at what he said. In verse 14 of chapter 24, 2 Samuel, the Bible said, And David said unto God, Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of men. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 18, the scripture tells us there, And Samuel told him every wit, and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth in him good. What David really said was, Let God make the choice before I do the wrong thing. David trusted God to make the choice, and God did make the choice in him. In closing this morning, in chapter 24 of 2 Samuel verse 15, So the Lord sent a pestiling upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and it there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba, 70,000 men. How often when we speak our motives are not right? We need to search our hearts to make sure that our motives are right and our actions are pure before God. In Acts chapter 24, verse 16, And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense towards God and towards men. Our Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we come to thee this blessed day and we thank you for sparing our lives to live to see it we thank you for your word and we thank you dear lord that 
when we make mistakes, we can come to you, acknowledge our mistakes, and you forgive us. Lord, if we say we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves. And many times, many of us are guilty of numbers there, Lord. Oh, Father, help us. Forgive us, dear God. Lord, we pray that you will remove pride from us and that you will help us day by day to live for you. Be with your people throughout this day. Remember those who are sick, have mercy upon them. Our loved ones that do not know you, may they come to know you. Encourage the believer, have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. May God bless you all and do have yourselves a wonderful day in the Lord.